0: while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery, and today we're gonna talk about
2: dividend investing. I'm gonna show you how to invest in stock dividends for passive income. Now, what is a dividend? A dividend is an income that you receive for being a shareholder of a company. And there's many amazing companies out there that are trading on the stock exchanges that are more than happy to incentivize you to invest in their companies by offering you a dividend. And most often they'll pay out that dividend every quarter, sometimes every month, sometimes every year. Every company is a little bit different but those dividends are passive income. And in my opinion, that's the best source of income that you can receive, especially as you get older and you're approaching retirement where you wanna live off the income from your investments. Because in the stock market, there's really two ways to make money. One is that you invest in shares of a company and you hold it over a period of time, maybe a day and you sell it the next day, that's known as day trading, or you might hold it for a month, a year, five, 10 years, 20 years. And when you sell it, you're hoping that it's appreciated and gone up in value. When you sell it at a higher price than what you bought it at, that's where you make a profit. That's where you make money from investing. Dividends, on the other hand, allows you to not only benefit from the appreciation of that company over a period of time, but also the dividends that they're going to pay out to you every quarter, every month, every year, again, depending on the company. So dividends is something you want to consider uh, wherever you are right now as an investor, most often as you get older into retirement, you wanna hold more dividend paying stocks or bonds because you need that income. When you're younger though, you might not necessarily need those dividends as much because you're already able to make your money from your job, your business. In my case, you know, I already got cash flow that I generate from other sources, so I don't need the dividends from my investments. And so in that case, I reinvest that to buy more shares. And so that's a great strategy if you're a long-term investor. You have those dividends, they get paid out, but they automatically are on what is known as a DRIP. A DRIP is a dividend reinvestment plan, which is something that you can enroll uh, your stock brokerage account in. That means that every time that that company pays out a dividend, it automatically goes to buy more shares of that company. And when you have more shares, you receive more dividends over time, and that compounds to create more wealth for you. But There's a place for non-dividend paying stocks, such as growth companies, especially if you're younger. Because if you're young, there's many companies that don't pay dividends, such as Amazon, such as Google, Facebook, Tesla, a lot of the big tech companies, because they don't want to uh, stifle their growth by paying out dividends to shareholders. They'd much rather take that money, reinvest it back into that business, so that they can grow a lot more, a lot faster, a lot bigger, and compete with everyone else in their sector. So if you're younger, you don't necessarily always have to buy dividend paying stocks because you got time on your side and you don't wanna miss out on some of that growth that you can get from some of these great growth companies. But at the same time, you can still consider it, but most often people that are older, they don't have time on their side When you're in retirement you don't want to hold a lot of those growth companies. You're going to more want to hold dividend paying stocks and bonds because you want that income. So with dividends you have the choice to either receive that income, live off of it, passive income, pay your expenses, your lifestyle, or to reinvest it. And I always recommend to reinvest that money over a period of time so that you can really live off that income in your retirement. And how much money can you make from a dividend investment portfolio? Well, The average, I'd say, a good number to look at is about 3%. So if you have about $100,000 invested in stocks that pay about a 3% dividend every year, that's about $3,000 a year. If you had a million dollars, that's $30,000 a year. Now, that might seem like a lot of money, a million bucks. If you got time on your side and the power of compounding, you can get there. If you start now, start saving, putting aside money, investing every month in some of these companies, By the time you're 65, 70 years old, that can accumulate to a million, two million, even more than that. And that could be a significant amount of income that you can live off of for your retirement. In many cases, a lot earlier as well, if you're really smart and you got time on your side and you start investing uh, at a much younger age. Now, let me show you how to invest in dividend paying stocks. Uh, Right now, I pulled up Yahoo Finance, which is one of the favorite websites that I go to for doing research and evaluating different companies. And I pulled up Coca-Cola Company as an example, because we're all familiar with that company. Uh, Coca-Cola is one of the dividend aristocrats. Uh, The dividend aristocrats, I'll actually pull it up here for you. This is a list of companies that have increased their dividends for at least 25 years, and they increase them every single year. So these are the best dividend-paying stocks, the most stable stocks, and are blue-chip companies company has companies been around for a long time and I just pulled up from the motley fool I'll link uh, this below for you guys here but you can see these are the top ones in the United States such as 3m coca-cola coca-cola has had 57 years of consecutive uh, dividend growth which is amazing uh, other companies you might recognize here some that I invest in like Johnson & Johnson Procter & Gamble those are great staples to own in your portfolio uh, target uh, Avi, many others, PepsiCo, many others that you might recognize here, but these are the best dividend paying stocks that are most stable. They've been increasing their dividends. And it's a great list to kind of go off of if you're evaluate, if you're trying to find individual stocks to invest in that pay great dividends. But when it comes here to Coca-Cola, I can see right now what it's currently trading at as of today. And if I come down here when I evaluate this company to find out what the dividend is, I can see it right here, which is the four dividend and the yield. So the yield is what percent of the stock price? What percent are they paying out of the stock price? So Coca-Cola is paying a 3.34% of the stock price to investors every year. That's about $1.64 based on the current stock price. And then the X dividend date, Um, is September 14th, 2020. So this is always gonna change based on the quarter. They pay out quarterly, uh, so four times a year. They're actually paying out October 1st, but the ex-dividend date is the cutoff date for you to receive those dividends on October 1st for their payout. So if you buy, let's say, Coca-Cola before this ex-dividend date, then you're eligible to receive that dividend when they pay it out on October 1st. But if you purchase, let's say, Coca-Cola, September 15th, 16th, after this date, then you're not eligible to receive it in that quarter. You'd have to wait to the following quarter in order to receive it. Now, when it comes to looking at dividends, there's some important things I recommend you look at and evaluate in a company. Uh, You can either go to a website like Yahoo Finance and browse around here, go to the statistics page. All these companies that are trading on the stock exchange have usually a website and on their website they have an investor relations page where you can gather more information financial reports on that company but really what I look for if I scroll down here uh, is dividends so the Ford annual dividend rate is what the current uh, dividend rate is so as I mentioned $1.64 per share uh, 3.34 percent is what they're paying out uh, that's a pretty good dividend 3 percent or more is generally pretty good the trailing av- the trailing annual dividend rate is over the last 12 months. So over the last 12 months, it's been about a dollar 62, 3.3 uh, percent, 3, uh, 3. and so they have increased their dividends. The five-year average dividend yield is three dollars and 21 cents. So they have, uh, sorry, three 3.21 percent. So they have increased their dividend up to 3.34 percent today. So useful to look at that to find companies that are increasing their dividends that's generally a good sign of a healthy company um, but another important thing that i always look at is something known here as the payout ratio this is how much of the earnings that companies paying out to shareholders in the form of dividends so this is 76 percent now one thing you got to be careful of is that if that company is paying out a hundred percent or more of their earnings to shareholders then you gotta question how are they gonna sustain that? How are they gonna have money to reinvest back into their company um, when they're paying out all of their earnings to investors? And some companies will have high yields. so have a high you know, dividend yield that they're gonna to offer to attract investors, but it might not be sustainable, and you gotta watch out for that because even though, yes, it's nice to receive the dividends, you don't want those dividends to compromise the growth of that company because if that company fails, or goes down in value or goes bankrupt then you're out of your investment so you want to make sure that that company is able to healthfully pay out that dividend to you and not spurt its growth and its ability to uh, reinvest and grow uh, so as i mentioned the the dividend date is october 1st so that would be when they're paying out the dividend again every company is different it might be quarterly monthly yearly it's important to look out when that is Um, but this is the cutoff date in order to be eligible for this dividend. Okay. Now, let me give you an example of another company. Uh, Let's look at ExxonMobil. This is an energy company you might be familiar with. Now, if I come here and look at their statistics, they pay a very attractive dividend. Um, They're paying out 9.55%, which is a very high dividend yield, $3.48 per share. But if you look at their payout ratio, it's 207%. So they're paying out more than what they're bringing in in earnings to their shareholders. So this is not sustainable. They're sitting on a lot of cash, yes, but a company like this, they're gonna have to reduce that dividend. And especially with what's been happening when there's a recession, uncertainty in the marketplace, some of these companies, and especially because the oil sector has been hit really hard, um, a lot of these companies might have to cut their dividends. And that is something that can happen commonly. Now, ExxonMobil is actually on the dividend aristocrats list if you look here, for 37 years they've been raising their dividend, and in this landscape, some of these companies are going to have to lower that dividend and cut it um, in order to sustain, you know, save their business and uh, continue to grow and kind of get through tough times. So that's why it's important to look at the payout ratio. Um, you know, the, you know they might be able to survive at this dividend and be okay, but there's some risk involved in that that you do got to consider, and not just looking at that yield as a great incentive but also looking at whether or not this is sustainable for your uh, investment long-term. Now, When it comes to investing in dividend-paying stocks, you can either choose individual companies like ExxonMobil, AT&T, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, many of these different companies that pay dividends and they're blue chip companies, they're pretty stable uh, companies especially if they're on the dividend aristocrats, however that's still fairly risky especially if you're a new investor um, I don't recommend always doing stock picking. I always recommend having a percentage of your portfolio in what are known as ETFs. An ETF is an exchange traded fund. It's essentially a basket of companies um, that, are ba- that have a certain objective. So for example, there's two that I like, and this is really the safest way to go about investing in dividend paying stocks. Uh, So one here is the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation Index Fund ETF shares. The symbol for it is VIG. And again, I'll link these below for you. Um, This is a ETF that pays out at 1.9%. But these are companies, the companies that it holds are companies that are appreciating growing their dividends every single year. So if I come here to look at their holdings, you're not gonna get all the same information from an ETF as you will from an individual stock because this is just a company that holds uh, you know, these uh, investments. But if I come and look at their holdings, these are their top 10 holdings, which are 35% of their total assets. I recommend looking to see all of the companies that are holding, but as you can see, uh, 4.3% uh, they're holding Walmart, 4.28% is Microsoft, Johnson & Johnson, Visa, United Health, Procter & Gamble, The Home Depot, Walt Disney, Pepsi, Comcast. So you can see what they're holding. So you're not taking the risk of owning an individual stock. You could own Walmart, Microsoft, Johnson & Johnson. I'm not saying you shouldn't. You still can. But by owning this ETF, you're getting more diversification. You're spreading your risk. And it's a much safer bet for you over the long run. Uh, here you can see their net assets, so $51 billion. Their year-to-date daily total return, 2.42% and what their yield is. And so you can look at you can look at ETFs like this as an option for you. I always like to try to build my portfolio based on ETFs. You can see what their exposure here of different sectors. So you're not having all your money in one sector, you can spread it across many different ones here as well. And the other one that I like is the Vanguard High Dividend Yield Index Fund ETF. This one, uh, the symbol is VYM, but this one holds more higher paying dividend stocks. And so this one has a less uh, year to date return than the other one uh, because it's holding higher dividend paying stocks. It does pay a higher dividend, but it's also holding companies that have been hit a lot harder by the pandemic and the recession and whatnot. So if you come here, it's a 3.75% yield. And if you look at their holdings, they also hold some of the ones that you saw, but they also hold a lot of other ones that pay higher dividends. So Intel, JP Morgan Chase, uh, Verizon, at and Pfizer, and a variety of other ones, ExxonMobil here as well. And some of the companies, especially the banks, have had to, some of them had to cut their dividend, like Wells Fargo. Um, so that is something to keep in mind, and that's why you can see the year-to-date daily return is negative 12%. Now, if you're a long-term investor, which is why you would hold something like an ETF for, you wouldn't really want to day trade or swing trade an ETF, you're holding it over the long run. But even as it goes down in value, the dividends that get paid out go to buy more. So you can buy more at a cheaper price at times when it might be down, when at time is up, you might buy it at a higher price, It's fairly passive, which is why ETFs are so great. You don't have to actively manage your portfolio and keep track of it as much. It's more of a set and forget, and you can just let it grow and appreciate in value over time, which the companies that it's holding are still great companies that are gonna grow over time. So I like these two ETFs. They're great options. I own both of them, as well as some of the individual stocks. When it comes to buying and trading, if you're a beginner, you're gonna need a stock brokerage account. I did put together a YouTube video that shows you how to open up a stock brokerage account for beginners and receive a free stock. I'll link to that video below if you're a beginner, you want to get started trading and want me to guide you step-by-step through some of that process, Uh, but Webull is a popular app which is commission-free, meaning you don't pay any fees in order to buy and sell stocks, and they have a promotion going on right now where you can get a free stock valued up to $1,600 by setting up. account so i'll link to that below or if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash webull as well as other resources that i have for you other videos that i've done uh, sharing the strategy the mindset the philosophy and the practical step-by-step how-to to get started with investing. So I'm gonna link those below for you, but hopefully you enjoyed this video. Hopefully you've learned a lot about dividend investing and why it's so great, why it's so powerful. And don't forget to also own some of those growth companies as well, especially if you got time on your side. Uh, dividends are great, it's amazing to receive that, but if you don't need the money from it just yet, some of that growth you can get better returns from, but as you get older, as you're approaching retirement, that's where you really want to live off that income, and that's where you're gonna to wanna to hold more dividend paying stocks, and especially more the blue chip, the more secure ones. Uh, the ETFs especially as well, and even some bonds potentially also. So I wanna make sure that you guys have a good strategy for your investing over the long run. It's very important to make sure that you understand what your goals are, your risk threshold, and you get started as soon as possible because the sooner you do, the sooner that your investments grow, compound over a long period of time and the better off you'll be for that, especially when it comes to your retirement. So if you enjoyed this video, please give it a thumbs up here on YouTube. Subscribe for more videos here on Project Life Mastery on investing, building a business, mindset, self-development, to help you improve your life and master your life at the highest level. Otherwise, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again in the next video. God bless you and take care. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.